When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Steelers rookie Kenny Pickett faces two huge challenges. Beat out Mitch Trubisky and live up to Big Ben Roethlisberger. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. There's no escaping the incredible pressure that comes with being a first-round quarterback pick in Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett, the hometown favorite out of Pitt, is about to face all the hype and hopes that Steelers Nation can muster. And they can muster a lot. But Pickett will do it at a big disadvantage as training camp practices get underway at St. Vincent College in Old Latrobe. Pickett does not enter camp as Ben Roethlisberger's heir apparent, even though on paper, he actually is. Rather, Pickett finds himself the third QB on the training camp pecking order behind presumed week one starter Mitch Trubisky and even holdover backup Mason Rudolph. This will limit Pickett's reps with the first team offense and hamper his ability to rise up the depth chart, much less beat out Trubisky the former number two overall pick by the Bears, who signed a two-year free agent deal with the Steelers. As the Athletics' Mark Caboli astutely notes, Trubitsky's training camp goal is to, quote, not let Pickett and Rudolph get a sniff of the first team, unquote. At the same time, Pickett, the 24-year-old, five-year starter out of Pitt, knows he needs every one of those first-team practice snaps to cement his role as Roethlisberger's replacement and rise to the sky-high expectations of Steelers fans. Here's what Pickett told the media as he reported for training camp on Tuesday. Quote, I gotta get some more reps in the new offense and get more comfortable. I spent a lot of time studying and getting ready for camp but it's a little different when you go play. I just want to get the reps under my belt, and I think every day I'll get better and a better feel, more comfortable. Pickett knows he can't win the starting job with his throwing arm idle at his side as the rest of the first-team offense is on the practice field. Of course, the Steelers didn't draft Pickett at number 20 to let him sit for too long. Even after signing Trubisky, the team gleefully picked Pickett to be their franchise quarterback for years to come. Coach Mike Tomlin has sounded as high as ever on Pickett's pro-ready potential, and he expressed confidence in the Steelers' plan to handle the looming quarterback competition, something he and the Steelers haven't faced in 18 years. That's when a young Roethlisberger came in as a raw rookie under then-coach Bill Cowher. But even Big Ben wasn't under pressure to replace a just-retired legend. It had been more than two decades 
Since Terry Bradshaw was throwing long bombs to Stallworth and Swan while winning four Super Bowls for the Steelers. All Ben had to do was beat out caretaker quarterback Tommy Maddox, who got injured right on cue in the second game of Ben's rookie season. The rest is Steelers history. Now, Kenny Pickett wants to write some history of his own, but he faces the formidable twin challenge of beating out frontrunner Mitch Trubisky, then a living legend in future Hall of Famer Ben Roethlisberger. Only then will Pickett establish himself as a franchise QB worthy of the black and gold. Mike Tomlin knows all of this. Most of all, he recognizes the pressure on Pickett from the fans, from the media, but most of all, from Pickett himself. That's why Tomlin has his seemingly secret plan for handling the coming quarterback competition. None of this, signing Trubisky and then picking Pickett, has happened by accident. It was all a grand design orchestrated by Tomlin. With the opening of training camp, Tomlin's carefully choreographed QB competition will lead to just one inevitable result. That is Kenny Pickett starting for the Pittsburgh Steelers sometime this season, and likely sooner than later. After all, the Steelers, with Trubisky already in the fold, made Pickett the only quarterback taken in the first round of the 2022 draft, and he became the team's only first-round QB since Roethlisberger himself in 2004. The message could not be more clear. Pickett is Pittsburgh's man. More importantly, he's Mike Tomlin's guy. In fact, the coach phoned up some Steelers veterans right after the picket pick was in to say precisely that, quote, we got our guy. Rest assured that Mike Tomlin, who plays chess, not checkers, has already mapped out the path and the plan for Pickett to reach checkmate in the coming QB competition. No wonder Tomlin, who has a way with words without ever revealing very much, is remaining very cryptic, saying only this on Tuesday about the hottest story in Pittsburgh sports. Quote, we're not going to micromanage the position, Tomlin said of his QBs. Quote, the depth chart will not rest on every throw. I know you guys want to ask me every day and every throw, but we are going to be a little more steady than that. It's important from a leadership perspective to not overmanage or be too impulsive, unquote. Hey, Tomlin is anything but impulsive. The Steelers' major domo has been plotting the transition from Big Ben to Kenny Pickett long before Roethlisberger made his retirement official after the season. The final chapter of Tomlin's grand design is about to play out. Simply put, Kenny Pickett is Mike Tomlin's guy. Soon, he'll be the Steelers' starter. As he entered the hollowed ground of St. Vincent on Tuesday, Pickett reflected on all the Steelers' greats who came before. Quote, we're all chasing greatness together, unquote, Pickett said. On paper, it might seem as if Pickett is instead pursuing Mitch Trubisky and even Mason Rudolph on the training camp depth chart.
but this is just short-sighted fodder for the Pittsburgh sports media talk shows. In reality, Pickett's goal is so much more monumental and difficult to achieve. Pickett, with Mike Tomlin's guidance, is seeking to become a Steelers franchise quarterback to immediately follow a Hall of Famer. The last time, this transition took the Steelers 25 years to pull off. If Tomlin and Pickett can accomplish the same during the course of a single season, it'll be nothing short of legendary. And what better beginning to this incredible Steelers story than training camp in Old Latrobe? Hey, we have much more on the Steelers' QB battle, Mike Tomlin's cryptic plan, and the Steelers' players to watch at St. Vincent. It's all here in this jam-packed training camp edition of your Steelers Update Podcast. And be sure to check out my print column first thing Thursday on Penn Live. It will be packed with plenty of memes as Steelers Nation once again takes over Old Latrobe. Right now, let's get right to it. First up, we have Jerry Dulac with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette sizing up Kenny Pickett's challenge as he makes his charge for the Steelers' starting job. Dulac writes this, quote, Even Roethlisberger, the 11th overall pick in the 2004 draft, didn't come to training camp with the hope and expectation that appears to be hovering around Pickett, mainly because of what he accomplished during his final record-setting season at Pitt, when he was a Heisman Trophy finalist. Pickett embraces the opportunity to replace Roethlisberger, even though he comes to camp behind Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph on the depth chart. It's something of a foregone conclusion. Trubisky will open the preseason and regular season as the starter. But after signing a two-year, $14 million deal with the Steelers in free agency, he has been placed in a precarious position because of the attention heaped on Pickett and the desire of the Pittsburgh public to see him play. Pickett said he did not have any idea of what the rotation or snap count would be at training camp. Will it be the same or different than OTAs and minicamp? The quarterback said he's not yet to be in a QB meeting, so he doesn't know. So... A lot of questions about how Tomlin's going to handle that QB competition. And, of course, Tomlin's keeping it close to the best. But Jerry Dulac sets the stage for the unexpected to come. You know, expect the unexpected when it comes to Tomlin's plans for his QBs this year. Of course, there's another wild card in all of this for the Steelers for the QBs, for the rest of the offense, for that matter. And that is second-year offensive coordinator Matt Canada and all his schemes and play calling and motion that really need to take a big step forward for 2022. The question is, can Canada pull it off? Here's Dulac on Matt Canada and that offense that is yet to take form in Pittsburgh. Quote, Mike Tomlin said he had no problem with Canada's play calling last year, though he acknowledged the offense took a step back in 2021. Three offensive coaches left after the season. Offensive line coach Adrian Clem actually left before the end of the season, apparently over the direction of the offense. 
But Matt Canada is getting another chance to show what he can do. This time with a different quarterback, two new receivers, a revamped offensive line. His ability to show considerable improvement, not take another step backward, is the key to the offense's fortunes in 2022. Hey, that is sets the stage and the stakes for Matt Canada. This is not just on the quarterbacks. This is on squarely the shoulders of Matt Canada and his motion-heavy offense. Now, last year, Matt Canada had a gimpy QB in the form of Big Ben, who really couldn't move. Still, Big Ben had enough magic to pull some come-from-behind wins out of his helmet, and that actually made that enough offensively inept season look a little better than it was. Dulac writes this, quote, well, last season was among the worst statistically of Roethlisberger's 18 seasons. His impact was still more than palpable. Of the nine victories in the regular season, seven were because Roethlisberger orchestrated game-winning drives in the fourth quarter or overtime. Only one quarterback in the NFL history, Peyton Manning, with 54 such wins, executed more game-winning drives than Big Ben at 53, unquote. Hey, this year, we can expect no such magic, no such Big Ben fourth quarter overtime heroics. Instead, it's likely up to Mitch Trubisky to make that Matt Canada offense work as originally designed. So how's that going? Well, here's Mitch Trubisky's thought from that same Jerry Dulac report. Quote, we're still working through all that together. Right now, we're really just trying to install the offense, put everything in, see what's working, see what we like, see what we don't like, and continue to talk through that. It's nonstop. It's never-ending work in progress. The playbook is huge, so you've got to figure out what you're good at and do it well and execute, unquote. Hey, in other words, this QB competition isn't the only thing unfolding. I mean, this whole offense has yet to prove itself, and it's, and, and it's yet to really be seen in Pittsburgh, according to the Matt Canada play designs and all the motion that Big Ben couldn't execute. Big Ben pulled off some OT victories and fourth quarter comebacks, but he never really executed the Matt Canada grand design. And Mitch Trubisky, as we just heard, is still going through that playbook and trying to find out what is going to work for him as well. So, hey, this is a grand experiment. And as this Steelers season unfolds, we should, again, expect the unexpected. And that includes eventually a change at the QB position that will install Kenny Pickett on the field as your Steelers starter at some point. So says the Athletics' Mark Caboli, who is convinced of this. Why? Well, he's looking to NFL history as his guide. Caboli writes this, quote, At some point during the 2022 season, Kenny Pickett will be the Steelers' starting quarterback. The Steelers haven't said that. Pickett hasn't said that. Mike Tomlin, indeed, has not said that. But you know who has? History. Over and over again. The Steelers used their first-round pick on a quarterback for the first time in nearly 20 years this spring. Pickett just happened to be the only quarterback taken in the entire first round, marking the first time only one quarterback was drafted in the first round since E.J. Manuel went 16th to the Buffalo Bills nearly a decade ago. 
Since the 2011 collective bargaining agreement, when the rookie wage scale was implemented, teams have overwhelmingly played their first-round quarterback sooner rather than later. If that holds, Pickett might not open the season as the starter, but history shows he'll get a chance before too long. Since 2011, 38 quarterbacks have been selected in the first round with only the Packers' Jordan Love, who was stuck behind Aaron Rodgers, never taking a snap as a rookie. The Titans' Jake Locker is the only other who did not start a game as a rookie. 15 started Week 1, but 11 of those were top three picks, including six who were drafted number one overall and four at number two. The others were drafted eighth, Ryan Tannehill, 15th, Mac Jones, 16th, E.J. Manuel, and 22nd, Brandon Whedon. It's all going to be a matter of when the Steelers feel comfortable turning things over to Kenny Pickett. It's going to happen. It's just when, regardless of how Mitch Trubisky plays. Trubisky signed a modest two-year incentive-laden deal that in no way gives him a leg up in the battle. And that battle may also include Mason Rudolph as well. But the only thing that matters is the draft capital invested in Kenny Pickett and the urgency of affording him his chance. This decision won't be based on which part of the schedule the Steelers can slide Pickett into the starting lineup so it goes more smoothly. The decision will be based on his readiness, and rightfully so. Pickett seemed to pick things up quickly in the spring. It didn't hurt there was some crossover in terms of language in the playbook from when Canada recruited Pickett to Pitt. Pickett turned 24 on June 6th and started 49 collegiate games over five years at Pitt. He had 1,600 pass attempts in college under his belt before he ever put on a Steelers helmet, unquote. In other words, according to Caboli, Kenny Pickett has plenty of experience and he will be ready sooner and later, but definitely sometime this season as your Steelers starting QB. Mark it down from Mark Caboli. Of course, camp isn't just about the QBs. As practices get underway, Mark Caboli gives us seven other intriguing Pittsburgh players to watch and what's at stake for each of them in Old Latrobe. Number one, inside linebacker Devin Bush. Says Caboli, quote, If he plays up to his top 10 draft status, then a hefty payday awaits him in March, either in free agency or via the franchise tag with the Steelers. If he turns in another season like last year, then he'll be searching for a one-year prove-it deal, likely somewhere else. It's as simple as that for Bush, unquote. Number two, left guard Kevin Dotson. Caboli says, quote, The other starting position battle will be at left guard between Dotson and Kendrick Green. Green struggled as a rookie at center last year, but is a more natural guard. Dotson is bigger, stronger, and better, and could be a huge addition to the line if he plays as he did early during his rookie year. Dotson has all the tools, but he hasn't had the health. History suggests Mike Tallman isn't very patient with players who continuously get hurt, so this might be Dotson's last opportunity, unquote. Numbers three, outside linebacker Derek Tolska. 
The bully notes the Steelers like something about Tolska, or at least they like him better than Taco Charlton. They could have a major problem on their hands if either T.J. Watt or Alex Highsmith is injured for an extended period. God forbid. The lack of a true number three gives Tolska the best opportunity to make his claim for that spot before the Steelers go shopping for a veteran, unquote. Number four, cornerback James Pierre. Caboli says, quote, The secondary doesn't have a single standout gag. Instead, they're relying on solid corners across the board. That leaves an opening for somebody to take advantage if one of the top three falters. A strong preseason by Pierre could put him back in the mix, unquote. Number five, running back Benny Snell Jr. Boley says, quote, Snell enters the final year of his rookie contract as the best option on the roster to spell Najee Harris. But that was before the Steelers added journeyman free agent Jeremy McNichols, who spent the last two seasons with the Titans and showed some nice hands on third down plays. Snell's competition for the primary backup role to Najee Harris just got a little more formidable and fun to watch. Number six, inside linebacker Buddy Johnson says Kaboli, quote, Miles Jack isn't getting any younger. Devin Bush, well, who knows? That makes him next up at inside linebacker. And it's a quite important for 2022 and beyond. We're looking for Buddy to make a step up. And finally, Kaboli goes number seven to the punning game with Presley Harvin III. Kaboli warns, quote, that Tomlin was able to look past one year. He won't be forgiving of another year of inconsistent punning this season. Harvin struggled as a rookie, but Harvin's issues mostly surrounded his inconsistent drops. That can be remedied quickly. It better be. Hey, there you have it. We have Caboli's rundown of players to watch. And of course, we have that marquee QB competition teed up. It's going to be one hell of a Steelers training camp and preseason to watch and analyze. And we'll be bringing you it all, all the twists, turns, and inside scoops right here on your Steelers Update Podcast. So sign up for the podcast wherever you get your favorite audio. Get it automatically every Wednesday afternoon, fresh and steaming with information. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.